Hey everyone, my name is Jasmine Shojai. I am Australia's top glam model for 2017 and 2018. You may also know me as a Playboy cover model and Playmate and for my appearance in Maxim USA. So yeah, check out my latest interview with Flagrant 2 with D Murph. It's very exciting, so yeah, you better check it out. You're now tuning in to the flagrant two after dark with D Murph. All right, world. This is another great edition of Flagrant 2 After Dark with the big homie D Murph. I, guys, I'm I'm not stuttering because I'm excited. I'm just like, wow, I have this wonderful individual. Australia's top glamour model of 2017 and 18, an actress, Playboy cover model, playmate, work with all type of companies when it comes to this model thing has her own youtube channel world help me welcome miss jasmine show jai welcome to the flagrant two hello <laughs> so i know you're in australia right now right yep i know you've doing your usa and canada tour you're doing a lot of things, but before we just really go in, if you can just let the world know from your, you know, take your perspective, just introduce yourself so they can know, you know, a little more about you. Well, my name is Jasmine Shojai, obviously, and I'm half Persian, half German, and I've been modeling for about three and a half years. Um, I've been acting for almost a year, just not quite, but I really enjoy both creative pathways they've just been such amazing experiences obviously like I'm very passionate about both and I just really love what I do and I'm trying to do like little you know extra stuff as well like doing these um, podcasts and radio interviews because I enjoy them so much and yeah like I really I just really love what I do and I'm very passionate about my career and um, yeah one of the biggest brands I ever worked with um, was Playboy and yeah it was just such an amazing experience and I'm and I plan to do, you know, so much more. So, yeah. Nice, nice. And shout out to Josh, Mr. Josh Shoemaker, for putting this all together. Definitely want to show him mm -hmm. mad love and respect as well. And you talk about Playboy. Well, like, what was it like working with Playboy? I can definitely say every time um, for the, yeah, six different you know playboy appearances i've done it was always such a fun experience and um yeah th furthermore i i i will admit when i did my first playboy cover last year it was also the first photo shoot or editorial that i had done um nude so it was definitely something 
different automatically um at the same time though it was it was again a lot of fun i was a little bit of a little bit nervous at first because um yeah it was definitely something that you know for the most part is is really yeah just really different and obviously you can get your nerves up um but otherwise i had such an amazing experience um there was a film crew from naked news in um from yeah, Naked News Canada on site because it was done in Toronto. And yeah, my manager was there, the photographer was there. So there was quite a few people in the room. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was amazing and I really enjoyed the whole experience. And I have a question and, and, and this is, I know I have listeners that's like, Murph, please ask. So when you do, you know, do nude shoots, do your family, like how, how are... How do they look at it? How, what are their thoughts when they know when you, you know, this is what you are very successful? Not all of them, obviously, but when there are some exceptional shoots where you have to be new, do they uh, support you? Do they give you a hard time? Like, give us your perspective on what that's like. Well, my family are really supportive. Um, they've always been hard workers themselves. So they've always, you know, in a sense, been pushing me to always do my best or always do, you know, really powerful things if anything um but yeah i guess on the nude side of things they were a little bit hesitant at first but um i think you know with everything happening right now they can definitely see that um you know everything that i do not just that but everything that i do really empowers me and has been benefiting me in my career so i'm very grateful um yeah one of my biggest supporters in my family um is definitely my mom um yeah she helps manage me a little bit as well so she really has been just an amazing inspiration so someone i could look up to but at the same time she's been a really big support for me so yeah that's good and, and that's why i like to ask because sometimes and, I, and i'm i guess i can ask that next that question next like yeah as far as confidence like who, who who influenced you to to be a model or to become you know uh, in the industry that you're in well it wasn't any specific individual or person i knew i i just know when i was little and i was looking through all these magazines um looking at these tv shows like the victoria's secret um fashion show and you know next top model like all these models and celebrities that i was looking at were just so amazing to me and i was like yeah i just want to be them because there's just something about that that somehow fulfills me and um yeah it's so funny like i did my first photo shoot um obviously now yeah three three and a half years ago and i never looked back it was just yeah something that in a sense that I've always wanted to do and then yeah it's just um what can I say it was just so amazing to finally you know do something that I really loved and yeah modeling and now acting um both of them are those things and acting how did modeling help you become an actor or did you have a love for both I think in a sense that modeling did. I mean, I did start modeling first and Perfect. it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it wasn't until I met a director that really influenced me to try acting that I just, you know, you know, really got into it because I think throughout my modeling years, I had done a bit of screen work. I had done some 
music videos, but yeah, I hadn't really, you know, properly taken on acting. And um, yeah, so I, I had that meeting with um, a director and that really influenced me to move forward with that. And I just want to kind of almost inspire a few people as we talk, Jasmine, because yeah. it's interesting how you start one thing or have a love for one thing, but then other opportunities present themselves, such as, you know, becoming an actress. So that's definitely a salute to you and having those mm. open doors or those avenues presented to you when you mainly focus on one thing. So I just want to tell that one listener that's out there like, man, what if this for me or not for me? Well, just mm. do what you love and you never know where to come from. it. Yeah, like it's it's funny because like I said, with the acting side of things especially, it wasn't planned. I mean, even with modeling, it wasn't planned in a sense. It was just something I knew that I really wanted to do or something that really inspired me throughout my childhood and teenage years. And um, so, yeah, when I did my very first photo shoot, I was 21. And yeah, it was, it was kind of a spontaneous thing. And it was really funny because around that time I had, you know, just going through a hard time like a lot of people um, go through. Um, yeah, just, you know, had like friend dramas and troubles and, you know, I had to cut out a lot of people and, you know, I kind of thought, you know what, I want to do something just different, something spontaneous. And the first thing that came to mind was actually doing a photo shoot. So I did that and yeah, now I'm here. So it was, um, it was just something that I guess in a sense happened in its own way. And yeah, the same with acting. Um, you know, I met that director and things kind of led on from there. Well, she's being very, very humble right now. She's internationally known. Like I said, she's worked with the top companies such as Playboy. And she's verified blue check mark on social media. I know, I know. I'm just, just telling, I'm just bragging a little bit. Like I said, I'm truly excited to have you on. So what attributes would you say has helped you become a top model in Australia and across the world? I think definitely, you know, like inner beauty and outer beauty as well, because I really think that if, I mean, in general, right? Um, not I'm not only talking modeling or the creative industry. I think if you can be a very um, disrespectful or not very pleasant person on the inside, it often can show on the outside and won't necessarily make you a, a, a good person to work with, if that makes sense. So I think um, as much as my looks really helped me, I think, what matter on the inside so my professionality and just um being you know genuine and friendly really helped me as well so you know as much as that sounds a bit silly it really did when i look back and i think of every single experience and bit of communication that i um had with people um being able to communicate um assertively confidently and just being genuine friendly all of that you know contributed to me being successful and me moving forward every step of the way so um yeah no it was it was many things and i think my uniqueness like my unique looks and features really helped as well um i guess specifically in australia because it's kind of funny i still find in in many ways not always that 
um, you know, you look at a lot of Australian TV shows, for example, and you'll see a lot of um, just, you know, typical Australians. So, like, the whole, like, I guess, like, blue eyes, blonde hair, sort of surfy look or something similar to that. And I think, um, I think, yeah, I think my own, like, ethnic background and all that just automatically stood out. So, in some ways, I think that really helped me move forward as well, just being um, my unique self. Um, but yeah, like on a, on a separate note, that's another piece of advice I, I would say to every single person, male or female, um, just always be yourself because being yourself is the easiest thing to do, um, for starters, um, you know, you won't in a sense look like you're overdoing anything or, um, you won't look like you're trying to, in a sense, copy someone because, you know, you're being you and then automatically you will stand out because um you know you're you're just basically being yourself and representing yourself and doing your own thing so all of those little things um funny enough can make a huge difference in the end man this this is good stuff i I hope i hope people are actually i know they are i know they're definitely taking notes and and just like you said three and a half years um i'm sure as you've grown and continue to you know gain recognition in this industry you've seen people come and go and oh definitely <laughs> and i think that's the sad part like they're not giving themselves enough time well murph or, or jasmine it was six months i tried to become this model well it's been a year i'm still not where i need to be so i mean just because you're living it you're doing it is definitely a, a testimony that i'm definitely glad to to share on the platform and speaking of platform like you have the usa and canadian tour like that's huge yeah i'm very excited <laughs> for it it's um there's been a lot of behind the scenes work um yeah. like it was with the previous trip um but yeah it's gonna happen and you know i know we're gonna have a great time and i'm i'm very excited i know there's a lot of opportunities abroad and um that's something that was very important to me to i guess not only um, grab the right opportunities but in a sense gain more um, and I did realize like there are so many opportunities in the US in, in Canada and, and in Europe as well mm-hmm. so yeah I'm going to do a little bit of traveling and you know seek those things so when you pick out locations was it word of mouth did you have someone that's like hey I can get you a plug because I, I with you being on right now I kind of want you to just give some insight for that up-and-coming model or that up-and-coming entrepreneur who who's never done a tour or how do they even start you know what i mean because there's some people that's never left yep. the area because they're either get nervous or they don't know what type of uh how will they, how will they be received going into another area well here's a little bit of a funny story i had done a lot of traveling throughout australia um you know, half the time by car, like I wouldn't be driving, but, um, you know, so that made things in a sense a lot, um, easier. Sometimes it can be easier than a flight. Sometimes it can't, but moving forward, um, when I went on the U S and Canada tour, um, the first location was LA. I had never, ever left the country before. So I had no (laughs) idea what to expect. I was like, so nervous. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be in a foreign country. I don't, I mean, yes, I'll, Everyone speaks English, but I I had no idea what to expect, like, at all. So, you know, the nervousness was there from that perspective, obviously. Um, 
um, and it was a bit. Ner- I was a bit nervous in the fact that obviously a lot of these all these people we had networked with mm. prior, um, we hadn't met before. So I gotcha. guess all of those that nervousness was expected or was natural. Um, but in saying that, when I went into my first shoot, everything was great, and yeah, like it wasn't. You know, everything was so much fun. Um, but yeah, like I think automatically every single person in their own way is going to feel nervous so that you have to put aside i mean unless you're nervous because things aren't organized properly um then of course maybe you know you have to reevaluate but if everything's set and you know what you're doing then you know you just move forward and then you kind of glide into things so i guess in a sense like you know, like with a lot of things, you play it by ear. Mm-hmm. You know, you do your first photo shoot in whatever you, location that you have. Um, you have someone with you, especially, I would say, because, uh, I mean, in your own area, you'll know um, people and, 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 so, and stuff. But in, when traveling, it's great to have a companion, someone professional and who can definitely assist you. Um, but, yeah, you do that and you basically just see how everything goes as much as it sounds a bit silly like you know everything because you know you have a tour schedule so you know what's coming up but i guess from an inner point of view because you know you're experiencing this as a as a person um you just see everything goes and you just keep you know confident and happy (laughs) so that's but that basically was me last year um that will be me this year (laughs) although this time i'll have an idea on things and um a lot of the people we networked with um yeah like we networked with networked with a lot of people prior to the tour and Mm. when i say prior i mean it was like two years of networking so there was a lot of like um in a sense, like everything that I was doing, everything that my management was doing was a whole, you know, Team natural effort. process mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's talk about the YouTube channel. So now you got your YouTube channel is uncensored videos, content like this is like, yeah, explain the YouTube channel. And for those individuals that want to subscribe, you got the floor. So all of my behind the scenes videos are there. There are another two videos coming there soon. Um, as for my uncensored behind the scenes video for Playboy, which was um, specifically my cover last year, mm-hmm. um, I'm selling that on DVD on my eBay store, uh, which is just Jasmine Shojai store. Um, yeah, again on eBay. Um, and you can also view that on my website and that would come under JSM TV on my website. So the reason why I've done that was because, you know, it was a very important shoot. First of all, it's uncensored. It's something very exclusive. So whether you're buying the DVD or viewing it on my website, there is a fee involved in order to, yeah, see it. So we we didn't really put that on YouTube for those various reasons. But other than that, like all of my behind the scenes videos um, that were taken in Australia and I think there's about like, yeah, there's one actually that was um, done in LA are on my YouTube channel. So, you know, if you're into watching that sort of stuff and just seeing, you know, me on set, you know, I I definitely um, would say, you know, subscribe to my channel and, 
yeah, like I tend to put other things on there as well, like my live um, broadcasts that I do on Facebook. So, nice. yeah, I try to keep it really creative. That's good. So, also, World Jasmine is a creator, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Content, videos, of course, you know, modeling. She, she, she does it all. And before we add more into it, I know it was something that really had caught my attention when you were uh, i think it was last year 2018 and it was talking about well you were talking about boob jobs and plastic surgery should be tax deductible that really caught my attention and i just want you to explain i now once i heard you say it, it made sense but for those first time listeners just kind of let them in on what you was uh, what you were saying well in a lot of trades, um, at least within Australia, from what I strongly know, um, your tools and whatever you use are tax deductible. And when it comes to acting, I know some of the investments, like, you know, if you had to have a haircut for a role or, you know, you had to do something simple like that, it can also be tax deductible. Um, I think it can vary, but in saying that, um, just based on what I know, like, yeah, a lot of the tools or things that you do, like certain requirements can be tax deductible, which is fair enough because often if people don't need a haircut, they won't get one. But if they had to get one specifically for a role, then yeah, you know what I mean? They've basically have spent their money so that they can, you know, do that. But yeah, when it came to glamour models, glamour modeling specifically, but you know, in all other aspects of modeling as well, a lot of um people you know that that at least from what i knew including myself um had spent a lot of money on you know cosmetic work which is optional but at the same time it's becoming so common that people have been doing it to enhance their looks and therefore look great in front of the camera like it's in a sense especially from a very you know high-end models or celebrity aspect it's very rare to see no one get any sort of work even if it's very slight enhancements if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and even slight enhancements can cost a lot of money because unless you're going to go to a dodgy place or something you know most people will go and see a doctor who is highly qualified and know what they're doing and they're using the right you know tools and products so they can perform their necessary um you know to perform their cosmetic services Mm. so in the end it's not about it being an elective or optional service it ends up being something that makes people feel and look good but at the same time it ends up being a huge medical investment so that's how i saw it i saw it as well the these things for a lot of people not everyone ends up being a business investment in a sense because they're all doing it for a reason they're not doing it for the sake of it they're doing it for themselves but they're doing it also because every time they're in front of the camera they're going to look their very best Mm -hmm. and people who aren't in the industry wouldn't understand that obviously because they're not there in that position but once you're there or once perhaps you know someone who does all of that it becomes more understandable as to why in in a sense it should be tax deductible if that you know what i mean oh yeah so 
yeah, that was my my debate at least. <laughs> and, and that makes so, sense. Um, yeah, that makes no, that makes absolutely a hundred percent sense because like accountants, if you know anybody when it's come to tax season, the first thing they say is where you work, and then when they figure out what you do, hey, any tools you've uh, spent money on, any clothes you've spent money on. You can use that as a tax deductible. And to your point, hey, if I'm doing this for you in turn to, you know, meet a certain standard or requirement to keep this money going, I'm willing to do that. I should get something else in the back end because I'm taking time. Like you said, this if this is part of my job yeah. and I need to do this to stay up to par, then why not be a tax deductible? Yeah, exactly. And like I said, it's becoming more and more common for a lot of models and, you know, people in the industry of all, like, you know, all sorts. So, yeah, like it would only make sense um, for there to be some sort of support because everyone knows like health insurance won't cover that. Right, <laughs> but in right. a sense, you know, when it's becoming more common and when it's becoming more common in the sense that a lot of people are doing it because of their line of work, then it becomes a business related expense because, of, you know what I mean? Because of that whole scenario. And that's where I guess people may fail to understand it. Um, so yeah, you know, if, if you can't get any cover for it, then why not be able to get some of that money back? Because like I said, um, it, it's it's very it's you know there are risks with it and you know that will always be the case but right. at the same time you know people are responsible um you know including myself by seeing someone like, like a doctor and you know that that whole sort of service costs money um right. so yeah in the end of the day it, it becomes a huge investment and please speaking of investment world please make sure you support Miss Jasmine, as she traveled the world, U.S., Canada, Australia, wherever she would be in a city or a town near you. Um, if Now, this is kind of where if you want to just kind of let the world know how they can reach you, how they can find you on social media and your website and how they can like you just stated earlier a few minutes ago how they can subscribe and kind of check out behind the scenes activities you got it so my website is www.jasmineshojai.com um and yeah basically on facebook and instagram it's jasmine shojai model and on Twitter, it's Jasmine underscore Shojai. So it's it's pretty much the same. I, I try to keep it simple. And of nice. course, on YouTube, it's uh, Jasmine Shojai Model TV. So yeah, I try to keep active on all platforms and, you know, keep things really creative and, and in interesting. So yeah. Well, make sure you follow. Make sure you support. Make sure you subscribe. Because guess what? This young lady right here You remember in 2019 In April You heard her On The Flagrant 2 With yours truly And More great things to come And to reach me You can find me on Twitter And Instagram At Murph. You can also email me It's Demurf at Yahoo.com Wherever you listen to podcasts 
you can find this show and any other show um, before or even after. Please, 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 just like I said, just make sure you guys continue to support this young lady as she continues to grind. Just like me, we just want to make sure we showcase great individuals and go from there. So, yeah, world, appreciate you guys. Until next time, hey, welcome to Flagrant 2 Out the Dark. Some things that's done in the light or something that's done in the dark will come to the light. Catch y'all next time. Peace.